Hello, welcome to Life Open Boxes. It is I, Brandy Nicole. Hello, my beautiful people. How I've missed you guys so. Um, I appreciate who's ever still here. Love you guys. Thank you for still showing your support, still being here with me, still listening to me rant and wave about things that are going on in my life or around me, things that I'm seeing, things that I'm hearing. So I wasn't going to weigh in on this Roe versus Wade thing because... Part of me feel like I, me ranting ain't going to have a difference, going to make a difference, right? Everybody's ranting about it. Everybody's talking about it. But what changes is going to be made, right? We tried to fight against it. Well, they tried to fight against it. They protested about it and still got overturned, right? So, but I know it only takes one voice, one ear for something to be done. So, hey, maybe I'm that voice, you know? I mean, I am the shit, right? But um, my views on a personal level, I am pro-life. I am against abortion. I've never had an abortion. I never thought about an abortion. Um, I know what it's like to lose a kid. But on another side of my personal mind, I understand the decision. And I feel like it's nobody's choice but that woman's choice. And, you know, there are different circumstances where women feel like they have to get an abortion or they want to get an abortion. I'm sure it's not an easy choice um, because a kid is always a part of us, right? Some women might not care. Some do. Some men may not want their women to get abortions and some is all for it. But the choice is ours, right? This is supposed to be a free world, right? People come from other countries and shit thinking that it's all freedom. It's all love. Everything is great in America, but we are ran just like other countries, we are a communist country. They throw democracy in our face, but ain't no democracy here. These old white men sit up in these courtrooms and these offices and they white houses and bullshit and make laws. And then we have to follow them or they feel we have to follow them. I am against the overturn of Roe versus Wade. I feel like it's a woman's choice. It's our bodies. We fucking go through it. We don't want to go through the pregnancy. We don't want to go through the delivery. We endured the most and we experienced the most joy from it being a mother is the best decision I ever made in my life is the best choice I was giving in my life because I could have been one of these women that couldn't have kids I was told at one point that my ovaries would um it would be a 12 percent chance that I would have kids so at one point I didn't think that I would have kids and I was fine with that because that was the choice that was given to me but when I became a mother I accepted that choice as well. Not to say that abortion is wrong. It's like I said, it's everybody's choice. Just like if you want to buy meat at the grocery store, or if you want to believe that there's a plant-based deodorant. <laughs> Anyways, that was like from a commercial I seen today, uh, the, uh, this weekend about a plant-based deodorant. I think people will believe anything that they put on TV. How, okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. Anyways, so I wanted to talk about... Um, not only the overturnment of the world versus Wade, but also other things that are happening that we are not paying attention to. And some that we are paying attention to, but then we let them go into the background because they throw other distractions on us. I don't know what's going on with this world. What is changing? What are we allowing to change? Because we, the people, have the last say. You know, 
we can't be scared of consequences all the time. We have to live and make a difference. Yes, protesting is good, whatever, but what has protesting ever got us so far? We've been protesting for all these few little years, shit, back in the 50s and the 60s, and we got those little changes. But look, we're getting kicked back down. Now you have a congressman with a voice, of course, a white man, talking about uh, now they need to overturn Brown versus the Board of Education. Listen to me, y'all. Watch this about to be some bullshit that comes next. First, they started off with, and a lot of us may not remember, you might not even think about it, but look at it. They started with fucking with the districts for voting, like making it hard and changing the maps in minority states and uh, minority cities. I think it was like Alabama. Mississippi, and I think it was Georgia, with some of the states where they started changing these maps, making it hard for minorities and elderly people to get to the polls. They're controlling the vote. Okay. They did that. Then you got them taking black history out of our schools. First, it was religion, which I mean, religion is a choice. I mean, everybody in their house have their own kind of religion. I'm not a I believe in a higher power, but I'm not a religious person. I feel like I'm more of a spiritual person. I go off of energies. I feel people's energies um, for what they give me. I believe that there's someone's higher up, but I don't believe he's a white Jesus. I call his name sometimes. Hey, I might even pray to him sometime. But that's just because that's what's been conditioned in me since I was a child. We've been going to church. We've been conditioned to do these things. So that's something that's conditioned to me. I, no matter how much I try to fight it, it's still a part of me. I pray. I pray for protection over my kids. I believe in the energy of manifestation. I believe if I see it, if I say it, it shall be. So I don't know if y'all consider that spiritual or religious or whatever, but that's just how I am. And I've grown into this as an adult, as I've gotten smarter, as I learned things. When I was younger, my grandfather used to tell me he didn't believe in the Bible, but he believed in God. And at first I was like, well, how can you uh, not believe in the Bible, but believe in God? But then I understood, I understand now where he comes from with that. So religion, that was a long time ago. Now the maps and the vote in districts where minorities are, that's that. Then they took black history. You can't talk about slavery. You can't talk about uh, certain things in black history in schools anymore. Oh, fuck. Now they kicking us out of school. Because when I was younger, when we went to school, you know, you did the reports, Black History Month, you know, find a, somebody in black history that influenced you, that you can relate to, that you learned about. That was that person that you write about. My kid. It's 17, and I can't remember since he was maybe like in the fifth grade, him doing a report like that. So slowly or surely, they taking us out. They taking the history of the black people out. I ain't seen no right history being kicked out. I ain't seen nothing about, you know, Civil War or all that bullshit we don't care about with white history, them doing this, doing that, you know, discovering America, an America that was already here, the lies that they put about white America and schools, you don't see that shit disappearing, right? They don't tell you the true meaning of Thanksgiving, how the whites came over or the Europeans came over and stole the land from the Indians. They don't tell you about that, but they want to kick out black history. They want us to not remember how powerful we are. 
listen to me now. They trying to keep us feeling like we inferior when we hold so much power. I tell my black people all the time, remember your strength, remember your power because we are powerful inside and out. We cannot be weakened by material things. We have to stop hating each other. Why do you think that they keep playing these videos of the cops beating us and the cops killing us so that we can see and remember that we don't matter. They want us to feel like we don't matter because if we getting killed and we getting beat and we getting jailed and we getting dragged and nothing is being done, remember you don't matter. So we have to look beyond that. I know it's hard. That's why the gun laws are not just for the whites. It's for us too. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound racist saying the whites sound racist, but it applies to us too. You have right to bear arms too. You have rights just like everybody else. Use that to your benefit. Educate yourself. Okay. So where was I? The maps in the district, right? Taking it out of the religion, out of the school, taking, um, Black history out of school, and now we got, we messing with women's rights. So fuck, first we mess with the minority groups, the blacks, and now we gonna fuck with the women because they feel like women are getting too strong. We getting too powerful now. We got to be broke down too. We are too independent. We have to be, but we owning businesses. We have to be broke down too. Right. So let's break them down by making them have these babies. Let's break them down by telling them that they have to, their womb belongs to us. How the fuck can you tell me what to do with a part of my body? That shouldn't even be a law. That shouldn't even be up for discussion. Why is something that goes on? That's like telling me what I have to eat. That's like telling everybody that they have to be vegetarians. How can you tell me what I can, what I have to hold in my body? Yes, you know, safe sex is important, you know, because a baby is not the only thing that you can get. That's why condoms, they have condoms for women, condoms for men. They have um, birth control. They say for men. I ain't heard about nobody taking that. But they have birth control for women. And they, but those things are not 100%. Right? I have a sister that have a baby that was born while she was on the depot shot. She got pregnant while she was on birth control. Do you understand what I'm saying? So nothing is 100%. But who are you to tell me that I have to keep this child if I'm raped? Unfortunately, rape is real. You have spouses that rape their spouses. You have people uh, that rape their family. Kids that are getting raped by their uncles and their dads and their stepdads. God, not kids, girls, excuse me, that are getting raped by their family members. Who are you to tell these women, these girls, that they have to keep this in their womb because you say so, because you think so? Fuck you, period. And that's how I feel about it. I'm against abortion. I will be the first person to try to talk a person out of getting abortion. But I know people that has had abortions and for their own reasons. And because I love them, I supported them in their decision. It's not my decision to make. It's yes, I'm going to, and it may just be, it may be wrong, but this is me. I'm going to uh, 
put my opinion forth, but I can't tell you what to do with your body. And I can't tell you what decisions to make because you are responsible for you. So how can they allow this to, how can we allow this to be okay? Because I was watching on TikTok. I don't even remember. Was it TikTok? I don't even know. There was this gynecologist saying that um, this decision is going to kill a lot of women because of pregnancies is just not, every pregnancy is not going to be successful. You have a topic pregnancies that may require an abortion, but now you have doctors chained where they can't do it. Now, from my understanding, it is a state by state basis. It get it's, this is given the each state it's right to make its own law. Right. But fuck your state. Period. I have a daughter. God forbid. I'm not even finna talk. I'm not even finna manifest that. My child will never be affected by something that makes her want to or need to get an abortion. And I'm just speaking for my seed. Okay. So what we got? District maps being fucked with. Religion being taken out of the schools. Black history being taken out of the schools. The abortion rights being overturned. Now you have a congressman talking about they need to overturn um, Brown versus the Board of Education. Now, this is not something that we know of that's in the works. But all it takes is a, what they say, um, the size, something the size of a mustard seed to make something big as a tree. You feel me? Now he didn't laid this out. Now this lawyer then shared it. Shared his opinion. Now somebody else has shared it. Shared it, shared it. It's all over social media. Now they're thinking, hmm, maybe this not a bad idea. Maybe we need to go back to segregations in the schools. Maybe this is something that we need to do. Watch what I tell you. This is going to be something that we're going to, another thing for us to fight. It's like this world is going the wrong way. Instead of us growing and, not the world, the United States is going the wrong way. We are the dumbest motherfucking country ever. Because instead of us involving and, and getting to be better, unifying ourselves, we are dividing more. We are producing more hate between each other instead of coming together we would this world would be such a better place there wouldn't be no recession there wouldn't be no uh raid no riots no death these all these i was looking at this um this page oh my god something about texas god what is it god i have to find it again but this website about all these shootings and killings and kidnappings and ambers alerts and bullshit happening right here in texas where i live i didn't even know where half this shit was going on and i know sometimes i tend to live in a bubble i try to live in my space because my anxiety gets really bad and if i get outside of this bubble and see what this world really looks like my kids are going to be fucked because i'm going to shelter them more I have a son that is with my family in Florida, and I know that he's been taken care of. When he calls me, his spirits every day is getting better and better. But my anxiety, I can't sleep at night because I can't see him. My oldest works. He's about to be 18, and he has a little job 
and he goes to work. And when he goes to work the whole time, I'm thinking, is he okay? What if somebody robbed his job? What is this? I don't want to manifest these things, but my mind, my anxiety is so bad. This world is so fucked up that I feel like the only way my kids are safe is if they're in the house with me. My husband drives trucks. He's on the road. He always tells me, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, babe, you need some kind of weapon. You're on the road. I'm good. I'm good. You know, and the whole time he's gone, I'm stressing. I'm up. I'm checking. And I know I live in a in a very nice neighborhood. But these are somebody once told me, where do you think people rob people at? Not in the the neighborhood where you ain't got shit. It's in the neighborhood where the good neighborhoods. And I believe that. So that makes me paranoid. I have cameras and alarms and shit everywhere, but I don't want that energy in my home. I don't want that. And it's getting worse. This world that they, I, that's why I say that I hate social media because the more things that I see, and I know that everything that you see on social media is not true. Um, even the news that you see is not true, but how else will we get this information if we're not looking at the outlets that we have? How do you, who do you know to believe? You can't even believe your own eyes. Now I have a neighbor that when we first moved into our home, tried to tell my husband all these negative things about the neighbor around us. I'm in a neighborhood group for my neighborhood. And the way that these people talk, oh my God, you would think that we lived in um, the ghetto and the slums where the crime rate is 90% and all that shit. I don't want my kids going outside. But I don't, you know, I'm sure that those things was going around when I was a kid, but my parents and my grandparents sheltered us to a minimum. They sheltered us in the fact that they didn't educate us and I don't think it was sheltered. They made us ignorant to the point where they didn't show us what would tell us what to expect. They just let us live life and we had to figure it out. So that's why I try every day to educate my kids on what the world looks like, what to expect in the world. What have I experienced in the world so that they won't be out blindsided? I educate them on finances. I try to teach them to save. Even at a young age, my five-year-old, I teach her when you get money in your purse, you save it. You don't have to buy something as soon as you have it. Keep your money in a purse. A woman is always supposed to have her own money in her purse. If somebody's going to buy you something to take care of you, fuck yeah. Why not? You deserve it. You are a queen, but always have your own money. That's another reason why I won't, I want to quit my job. I hate my fucking job so much, but I'm always trying to find ways to make money because even though I trust my husband to take care of me, I trust him. He can fall off right now. I have to have something for us to fall back on. I have to have something for me to fall back on. I have three beautiful people depending on me, period. And I don't want them to know what it's like to struggle at all. I don't want them to see any struggle at all. My goal in life, I don't give a fuck if I don't never own a pair of shoes, but some slides and a raggedy tank top and some yoga tights. I want my kids to have the best of everything because they are better than me and they deserve better than me. So totally off topic. So what we got, we got the voting rights, the changes in the maps of the districts, taking the um, black history out of the schools. You got the Roe versus Wade overturn. You got the, I forgot the other thing that I said. You got the Brown versus the Board of Education. And now, and then you got, they're allowing men dressed like women to play in women's sports. Now, that ain't some unfair 
weird shit. I don't know what it is. It's one thing that I hate to each his own. Everybody, hey, you live your life how you live your life. You have to fight your own demons or whatever. I feel like God made a person how he wanted them to be. See, I mentioned God, you see. Um, and if he made you, if he wanted you to be a woman, you would be a woman. If he wanted you to be a man, you would be a man. Period. Somebody, I heard somebody say one time, we all were born a woman. Bullshit. Um, but that's, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a biologist, even though I probably should have been because I love, I fucking love science. But um, I know I was born a woman. And even though I always say I may lick a pussy, I never have, I have no desire to be a man. I love men. I'm obsessed with all things men. Dick is my favorite food. But, yeah, I just said that. But, there, it is so unfair that you have these men that are saying that they're transsexual or because they're taking a hormone or because they, you know, identify as a he or a she, I mean a she or, or a binary or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves, playing in women's sports and winning. And it's unfair because when they played in the gender that they were supposed to, when they were playing in men, they were the bottom of the barrel. So I know we always say, and I believe it, and I know that it's true, um, and not all things, that women can do things that men can do. We can be strong. We can build ourselves up to be strong. We could be muscular. We could be truck drivers. We could do anything a man can do. Absolutely. We can't shoot at sperm. We can't make babies. We can grow them, but we can't make them. Um, and... Uh, well, I've built a house before. Well, helped build a house before so I can build a house. But I can do anything a man can do. But they're not letting women into men's sports. They're not letting uh, women that identify as men into men's sports. Let me bleed in your water while we swim. Let me have a period and be in your locker room while we wrestle. Do you feel me? That is so unfair. And I feel like that's another thing that they're doing. Now you see gay is everywhere. Gay is in the cartoons. Gay is in the commercials. Gay is in the schools. It's everywhere. It's like now they're pushing this gay agenda. Now they're giving gays rights. The gays get rights. The immigrants get rights. Uh, everybody get rights, but and equality and benefits and rep reparations and everything but black folks. Where is all our game? We built this country. We are America. Motherfucker, everything that goes on in America came from us first. Culture, hairstyles, food, uh, style, music, all that shit is from us. They take it from us and try to make it their own. And it's like a watered down version of what we are, but they take it and they capitalize off of it. Our intelligence, our inventions, our um, research, things of this sort, and then kill us off and take credit for it. Like the guy that was in the grocery store and people could say this is a coincidence or, or whatever in Buffalo that was building the car that ran off of water. I don't think it's a, I think I don't think it's a coincidence that he was in that grocery store when that kid came to shoot that grocery store up. 
because he was taken away to, to, and I know they say it's because he's white. No, it's because he's one of them. Just like the, the kid that shot up the church. It's because he's one of them. He is helping them with their genocide. He is a part of their plan. Absolutely. Call me a racist. I love all people till I don't, but I will always love my black people first. I will always put us first because I am black. And there is nobody outside of someone that looks like me that can understand me. Period. So... But I don't hate other races. I just feel like they don't need me to fight for them as much as I need me to fight for us, if that makes sense. So I want us to, they say, stay woke. No, don't. that woke shit is over. Open your fucking eyes. Look at what is happening. Look at what is going on around you. You have a president that we are in reception, recession, excuse me. We are spending Five dollars a gallon for gas. Five fucking dollars a gallon for gas. Groceries are atrocious. The prices to I the prices to eat, the prices to live, the cost of living going up. These motherfucking property taxes. These the the and then they taking more money out of your check. You not making the money. But they taking the taxes, they costing you more to live. They cost they you cost it's costing more to um eat. And now everybody is posted. I wish people would keep farming quiet. Don't talk about farming no more. Don't talk about growing your own stuff. Even though I use the information for my benefit, because you know, I'm I'm trying to grow this and grow this. Stop talking about it so fucking much because the more you talk about it, the more they're going to raise the prices on. You know, I tried to buy a barrel to put some soil in. That shit was $120, $200. That was a small one. The top soil is what? $10, $20 a bag now. You can't buy that shit because they know we need it. We're trying to grow our own food now. So now they're raising the price on the things that we need to grow. Seeds are going higher. Plants are going higher. If you knew, if y'all knew how much money we sent on the little, little landscape in front of our yard for some fucking plants and some rocks, like, come on, bruh. This shit is ridiculous. But y'all president go and he takes money, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars and send it to Ukraine and then have them send the immigrants over here. What was the fucking point of sending the money over? I know and I don't care what nobody say. I believe this. Every president has something that they use to embezzle money. Meaning that they have their thing and his thing is war. I can't think of what... uh, Obama's thing was because I I don't know I I've never really been a political person I voted for the first time when I was in high school we did like a mock vote or whatever for Clinton and the only thing I miss, remember about his presidency is the Monica Lewinsky thing I think that's her name the girl with the blue dress or whatever so I don't know what his thing was maybe because I don't think he got impeached I think he did eight years if I can remember. So maybe his, I don't know what his embezzlement was. Trump didn't give a fuck. He let y'all know. I think I, we all know COVID was his thing. COVID was his way of getting his money. War is Biden's way. What was Bush's way? Who knows what the rest of the president, everybody presidents has their way of embezzling money. And I don't know why they taking care of for the rest of their life. They get money every month for the rest of their life or every year or something like that for the rest. So why the fuck do you have to steal from the American people? How you say we in debt 
we don't have this, we don't have that. But then you said a hundred millions of dollars over to Ukraine. For what? For what? Russia don't give a fuck about us. Stop, stay out of other people's business. Stop running your mouth about other people's business. Mind your own goddamn business. And then you won't have to worry about fighting somebody else so they won't come in here and fuck with you. I, I just, I don't understand America. I don't understand. The older I get, and I hate that I'm getting smarter. <laughs> I'm getting smarter because the more that I learn, the more stressful it is for me in this world because I keep thinking about my kids and their future. Hey, the way that the world's going, maybe the most high is coming back. Maybe the spirit is going to come and flow through here and take it away because it's got to be as hot as hell. Maybe we inhale and we don't even know it because there's no way that this is the way that this world is going is okay. Messing with women's rights, messing with our voters' rights, taking black education and history out of schools, taking guns to school, wanting teachers and and faculty and stuff to care. Do you know how stressed and underpaid teachers are? And you want them to have weapons around our kids? We should have a say in that. I don't care what nobody say. I don't want my kids teaching to have no gun. I don't want my kids, the way that you see these videos on um, Instagram and shit with these teachers in these middle schoolers and these high schoolers and these teachers disrespecting these students and cussing at these students and disrespect, you know, being saying racial things to these students. Imagine them teachers with a gun. I will fuck a teacher up about my kid. Should I do that? Nah, they ain't got no kid. They ain't got no uh, gun. Say something wrong about my kid. We having a meeting. I, I want your principal. I want your assistant principal. I want it all because I'm going to protect mine. Period. I'm that mother. Yes. Call me what you want. But I know that right is right and wrong is wrong. So I hold my kids accountable so that they know in life they're going to be held accountable for things. I'm procrastinating and, and on so much things with my 17-year-old because I want him to be sheltered, but I don't want to take his life. His happiness means the world to me. All of them, all of my kids, their happiness means the world to me. So I'm stuck. Like, let him go a little bit. Don't let him go a little bit. You know, it's scary, but you you can't, I mean, I can't shelter him from everything. I just got to get a bigger gun. But I just uh, felt like it's this girl, if y'all on TikTok, her name is Keita Rose, and she made some valid points. I'm not going to repeat what she said because she said a lot of stuff real fast in three minutes. I think they get three minutes or whatever on TikTok. And she said something about, you know, when they're saying uh, is the woman shouldn't have a right to get abortion. She should be accountable for laying down and open up her legs. If that's the choice, if that's the case, then men should be held accountable as well women are not the only one that we don't have sex by ourselves. A man has the latest burn for us to get pregnant. So if we as women, and I agree with, I, I don't agree, but I see where she's going with it. If a man lays down and make a baby with a woman, he should be obligated to stay in the home with her and raise that kid because men be quick to holler. Oh, I pay child support. Well, child support is what you could pay. You could get paid under the table. You could get, uh, you could make it where you, you only get minimum wage or you get all these reductions. I know I'm on child support. I'm not on child support. My son's father's on child support. And I could, listen, I couldn't tell you the last time I got child support. My kid was probably, shit, I don't know. I don't, it's not something I depend on. And I've said it before in a, in a, in a, 
uh, episode before, when I first got on it, damn right, I was a single mama. He wasn't around. I kept trying to be a, get him to be in our kid's life. I was taking care of everything. He wasn't meeting me 50-50 financially, mentally, physically, emotionally on my child's level. Not me. I don't give a fuck about me. I wanted him to be a father to our kid. And he didn't want to do that. But when I got pregnant, I... <laughs> The first thing he said is, finally, I got you. He should have took his baby with him. I'm glad he didn't because I got the better end of the stick. I got my son. But he wanted this baby. I didn't even think I could have kids at the time. Was it my job to make him strap up? Fuck yeah. But I was young, dumb, and full of cum. I didn't give a fuck about nothing back then. We were together three years, and I was like, well, fuck it. You know, I can't get pregnant. What are you going to do? But the first thing he said when I got pregnant was, damn, I finally got you. And then he disappeared. My son turned one and it was it. Daycare money, gone. Shoe money, that's on you. Clothes money, that's on you. Well, can you get them? Oh, I'm busy. I'm doing this. Well, wait, I can get them for this money. How do you babysit your own child? I would never understand that. So women are the only ones that we are, we are always going to have the kids. Not always, because I have a friend that he has his kids, but he didn't bring them up from when they were newborns. He got them when they were young, yes. And his baby mama is not in the picture from what he says. But that's very rare. That's like the 10%, as far as I know. I have sisters, I have aunties, I have grandmas, I have mothers, and the majority of them are single mothers, or were single mothers at one point. We can't depend on man to do anything, but the man always trying to plant their seed in us to make a baby. So if we need to be, if we need to be held accountable and we can't have abortion, the man should have mandatory vasectomies if they're not married. Because vasectomy can be reversed. But guess what? A vasectomy is not even 100%. Tubal ligation, they tell you, is not even 100%. So no matter what we do to protect ourselves, there's always a risk that we can get pregnant. So we should have the choice. Nobody should be able to tell us what to do with our body. We should have that choice. It is our choice. I say all this to say, live for today. Because <laughs> the way that the world is going, the way that... The United States is taking these laws and taking away our rights and fucking with our kids and killing our fathers and our mothers and our brothers. The way that we are killing each other, unfortunately, the way that we are hating each other, the way that we are being crabs and pulling each other down. It's okay to have healthy competition. It's okay to compete with your fellow person, but you don't have to hate them. You don't have to beat them down and kill them mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially because you're like, I always say, your lane is your lane. There's a lot of people that do what I do. I've never noticed how many pot, you know how they say when you want something, you see it all the time. I want a Jeep Wrangler. I'm going to get my Jeep Wrangler. But I swear in my neighborhood, I see these motherfuckers every day. I think every neighbor I got, got one. But now I didn't say I changed my mind. I'm thinking about getting a Maserati. Now I see Maseratis all the goddamn time. So they always say you see when you see what you want or you see what you're doing, you always find it in abundance. I never knew there were so many podcasts out there. There are a lot of podcasts. 
None of them are life open boxes. So don't trick yourself. There's a lot of authors. There are a lot of writers. But everybody has their own lane. My lane is for me. Can't nobody fuck with my lane. I ain't even let you veer over. I might let let you ride beside me so we can learn some shit together. But that's healthy comfort. There's nothing wrong with healthy competition. But that doesn't mean that I have to kill this author if they writing is not what I think is good. And I used to write bad reviews, but I had a conversation with my husband once and he was like, well, think about the work that you put into your books. Think about the work that you, these, this person may not have the resources or the mindset or, uh, the vision that you have. So don't criticize them in a negative way because think about how it feels when somebody criticized your work, your hard work. And ever since then, I and it's got to be extremely bad for me to write a bad review. Should I put a five on some shit and still be like, hey, tighten up? Or if I vibe with the author or I try to talk to them and, and get a vibe off of them and be like, hey, I just want to let you know. You feel me? But I've never done that because I don't want anybody to feel like I feel like I'm better than them. I will support anybody. I learned that I can't, and I learned that when I had my book event in Florida, you can't expect you out of everybody else. I learned that. I've been to it, but it hit me right in my face because people that I thought would support me, that live, that were living in the state that I flew to, to have an event because they always say, well, I didn't fly. I flew, I flew there for the event. That was 50% of the reason why I went. Because they always say, well, why you don't have a book signing here at Boobay? And I got more love and support from strangers than people that claimed that they loved and supported me. You get that? So I learned that was a reality check to stop expecting me out of everyone else. And I don't. But I still do. You feel me? Because I could be petty as fuck. I'm a human being. But I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to beat you down with it. I'm just going to mentally store it where it needs to be. If that makes sense, y'all get me. Y'all know me by now. So I say that to say, live every day as it's your last. Enjoy the ones around you. Love those around you. Let grudges go. Let petty shit go. Do something on your bucket list. Do five things on your bucket list. Do something that you wouldn't normally do. Enjoy life. Get you some sex. I don't know any virgins. That doesn't, well, besides, you know, my kids and teenagers and shit. But that doesn't mean (laughs) that everybody's fucking. But if you are, fuck with all your might. Fuck like you going away to college and you're not going to see that person for a couple years or that it's the last breakup or the, the makeup sex, enjoy each other, touch each other, embrace each other, love each other, your family, let go all the past hurt and hate that y'all may have for each other. Let go of the arguments that you may have had last week because that person can lay down and go to sleep and not wake up. Love on your kids. Feed them all the knowledge that you have. Love on those around you. Grow with those around you. Teach them. Don't don't just throw 
You don't even have to, don't throw your accomplishment in their face. Be like, hey, I did this and this worked for me. Let me show you how I did it. If you interested, let's do this shit together. Let this be a world of evolution and growth. We are backtracking in our laws. We are backtracking in our politics. We are backtracking with our rights. But if we come together and hold hands, not just to stand on halt on freeways to protest, but take the shit that we learn and bring others with us, not to sell it on Instagram or to scam people with the ideas. Oh, I tell you how I did this for $500. I know it's all about making money, but if you're doing something successfully, you don't have to hustle me to keep making money to do what you already doing. If you are selling your feet, and I'm thinking about doing that shit. If you think about selling your feet on OnlyFans, are you selling your feet on on OnlyFans and you making millions or thousands of dollars and bring me along? Don't tell me, well, I'm going to charge you $700 to show you how to sell your feet. Me selling my feet ain't going to fuck with your feet getting sold. So why not give me the game? I know never do nothing in life for free that you can get paid for, but knowledge is free. I could go read a book the same way you learn. I can learn. Absolutely. But if you fuck with me, why do you have to lie to me or charge me to do something that you do? You fuck with me, right? If a person that I didn't told strangers, the, the little not little, the extensive fuck that I'm amazing fucking artist. I am an amazing author. My books are the shit. They touch lives. They touch my life. And that's all that matters. You feel me? But I have told strangers, I didn't network and gave them my editor's numbers, my cup, the, who I get my covers for. I didn't connected them with other authors. Hey, look at this author stuff. Talk to this other. She did. She do. She did. Without charging, because what they do can't fuck with me. If a person fuck with me and they're going to buy my book, they're going to buy it. If they not, then they not. If they not, they losing out. But I can't force anybody to do anything. However, healthy competition is okay. Take your friend and bring them with you. Don't push them aside or turn your back on them because you scared. That means you ain't confident in your shit. Be confident. Love yourself more, kiss on yourself more, touch on yourself more, look yourself in the mirror more and tell yourself how beautiful you are inside and out. It'll help you. Walk around the block a couple of times. When it cool down, this hundred degree heat, I think it's everywhere. It's fucking with all of us. I swear to God, it's hot as fuck. I don't know where this heat comes. I'm telling you, we living in hell and we just don't know it. But let's enjoy life. Let's stop being upset and sad and bitter about bullshit all the time. I have people in my life that I, it's hard to forgive. It was hard for me, hard for me, hard for me. I ain't going to lie. And not because of something emotionally in me. Well, it was emotional because he turned his back on my child. But I forgave my son's father a long time ago. And he might not believe it because he, I don't give him his way. And he has jealousy issues. See, that's me being petty. I'm sorry. I, no, he don't. But I forgave him a long time ago. And when I made peace with that, I made peace. Do you feel me? My chest got light. What he do, what he say about me, 
what I hear things that he say about me, that's his business. That's his grudge. That's his thing that he holds for himself. I can't, I can't take that away from him. If he feel the way he feel, but I know who Brandy is. A person can say what they want to say about Brandy, but I know who Brandy is. I love all y'all. I thank y'all for being a part of this journey with me. Let's open our eyes. Never go to sleep on the bullshit that's going around. Pay attention to things that affect you. Even things that you think don't affect you. Everything that's going on, all these little snippets, all these little things they throw out and then they make it disappear. It's not disappearing. It's just not going to come back till they get the results that they want. Let's pay attention to this um, and start working on things to fight against these laws that they are changing that is affecting us. The stuff they're going through in California about the involuntary solitude. Pay attention to these things. Don't let these things go over your head because it's not in your state or you say that doesn't apply to me. Because if they get away with it in one place, they'll find a way to get away with it everywhere. That's one thing I like about Texas. Even though it's a knock on wood. It may be in my face and I don't see, and I don't think racism is everywhere, but it's not to where it's, it's everywhere, but it's not, it's not here more than where it is anywhere else. Or I haven't experienced it. Thank God. Not that I know of, not that I've seen it, not that I felt it. But one thing about Texas is they're going to do what the fuck Texas want to do. And a lot of things, a lot of bullshit that people try to put off on these other states, these weaker states. I feel like Texas is a strong state. And I heard something somewhere about Texas trying to detach themselves away from the United States again. I maybe heard it wrong, but you know, that was social media, that's TikTok bullshit. But there may be, and every joke, there's some truth to it. And every underlying conversation, there's some truth to it. Even if it's a little, little bit, there's a little truth to all of it. So we got to be careful. We got to leave. Keep your ears open. Pay attention to your surroundings. Don't be blinded by the, the bling. Look at the bigger picture. Look at it from all angles. Analyze how it affects you and your family. And let that be your gift to yourself. Knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. Knowledge is unforgiving because nobody can take your and unforgiving might be the wrong word but knowledge is power indeed and nobody can take your knowledge from you Tupac was smart as fuck and look what they did to him sometimes you know he had knowledge I watched some of his old interviews I was like when he was around I never paid attention to all these interviews only thing I paid attention to was his music I don't want my kids to not pay attention to things until it's too late I might be a ever pressuring mom. I might be a overwhelming mom. But if I don't do nothing else with my life, I'm going to make sure that my kids are informed. They are powerful. They are educated. They are strong. They are financially stable. Even if it kills me. I thank y'all for listening. This is episode 20. We at motherfucking 20. I almost gave up like 10 times, but my mind and my spirit, I love this so much. I love being an author. I like writing, but there's so much into writing 
There are so many people you have to pay to be an author when you're independent. There's so many people that you have to uh, kind of convince. But this, I fucking love this. If And I wish, I, I hope I make some money off of it. I'm making a little coin, but it ain't nothing to tell nobody about. But I'm appreciative. But I enjoy being able to voice all these thoughts in my head. I, and and hear people say things or come to me and say, damn, your podcast is great. You know, the one person that I look for, um, well, one of the most important people that I look for praise for just recently told me, damn, your podcasts are great. I love them. I damn near piss myself. His opinion means everything to me. I could hear the same thing for 500 million different types of people, but hearing it from him touches my heart in a way that nobody else can. And I love that. So I will keep doing this. And I may, I don't know, I haven't decided. I may write another book again. I know people are saying, you know, write another book. Well, some people have come to me and say, you know, don't stop. But writing is a lot. Maybe I'll write some shit and then read it off here. Then that way I don't have to pay to publish it. I could just put it on here. And then I'll mm, figure out a way to, I don't know. You don't have to charge for everything. Fuck it. I'll figure out a way to share it with you guys. I know y'all don't want to hear me reading like it's a bedtime story. Y'all might fall asleep, but um, we'll see. Because let me tell you, I still have people talk about episode one. Now I get back. I, I mean, for my family, they be saying, you know, about the moaning and shit. But that's in my book. I can't. Fighting for her heart is all, you know, that's romance. It's it's sex. Shivani and Carenzo had some fucking sex. I love them. Shit, I might go read it again. But thank y'all for staying with me. This is episode 20. So I want y'all to have a glass of wine, a glass of Henny, some Malibu, Douce, Tito's, whatever you drink, water, juice, whatever you are drinking tonight. And I want you to hold your glass up, your glass up. And I want you to toast to the next 20 episodes. Thank y'all for being a part of my heart. Thank y'all for listening. This is Life Open Boxes. I am Brandy Nicole. Y'all hit me up on my email if you want, brandynicolebooks at gmail.com. Y'all can hit me up on Instagram, Hustler. I think it's Hustler B. Nicole. See, I don't even know. Hit me up on Facebook. I have Messenger. Y'all can message me. I'm on Instagram. Find me, Hustler B. Nicole. I'm on TikTok, Author B. Nicole. And Nicole is spelled N-I-K as in kite, O-L-E. And Brandy is spelled B-R-A-N-D-I-E. Because my parents knew already that I was going to be the shit. And I needed a unique spelling way to have an ordinary name. You feel me? I love y'all. I fucks with y'all. I see y'all for episode 21. So let's toast the 20 and I'm out. Deuces. In the words of Zaya, peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. I love you. You know, I value your opinion. I value you being a part of Life Open Boxes. Go over to my website, leave your ideas, leave your input. Let me know what you think about this episode as well as pick up a book or two. Um, It won't hurt. If you already have a book, pick it up for a friend. 
And I thank you for your everlasting support. I got some exclusive content on my website as well. It's a beautiful background designed by yours truly. You can find all the links to my social media and to my email as well. So contact me. Let's be in contact. Let's talk. Let me hear what you think about this episode and all the others. I thank you for being um, a part of my journey here. And if you this is your first episode, welcome.